You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi, welcome to Why Not Mint Money. I'm Satya Sultanam from Mint's personal finance team. In this podcast, I talk to Mr. Saurabh Mukherjee, founder and chief investment officer at Marcellus Investment Managers, on how he manages his personal finances. Let me add a note before going ahead. Through this podcast, we are trying to highlight. the basic tenets of personal finance such as asset allocation diversification and rebalancing we do not suggest you to replicate the asset allocation of mr mukherjee as personal finance is individual specific and differs from one person to another with that note aside let's get started hi welcome to why not mint money a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth so let's get started on your money journey Saurabh Mukherjee is popularly known for his coffee can investment strategy which includes investing in high quality low risk companies and holding them for long time period. He invests about 90% of his own personal portfolio in equities which is being managed by Marcellus PMS which was founded by him. He doesn't believe in investing in debt or gold. He owns a home but doesn't consider that as an exposure to real estate. Let's understand why. Hello Saurav welcome to why not mint money thank you so much for joining us today my pleasure thank you for inviting me satya i'm sure a lot of listeners are as curious as i am today to understand your way of managing personal finances saurav uh talking about your asset mix first uh it appears like it's a very high risk portfolio with about 90% of your allocation to uh equity including international stocks uh before understanding your investment strategy for the equity uh why such a low exposure to uh debt it doesn't make any sense to have exposure to debt in our country uh, corporate debt gives you returns after tax which are lower than the rate of inflation so i might as well stand at the window and throw my money out of the window right because you're investing in an asset class which will give you returns in india lower than the rate of inflation that means you're not making money your money is your money is getting destroyed your wealth is getting destroyed so as as i said in that interview I've never understood why uh, uh, people put money in debt. I can understand, for example, why an insurance company or a bank could invest mm-hmm. some of it in debt. But why people like you and me would invest in debt simply beats me. Why would I want to take on credit risk, right? Which is what you're doing when you buy bonds issued by a company. You're taking on credit risk. Now, if they gave me a very high rate of return, I could understand. Right. As I said, on most corporate debt in India, after you knock off taxes, you're barely keeping up with inflation. So, so it just makes no sense to me. Hence, I've never invested in debt. Okay, then uh, what about uh, meeting your near-term uh, financial goals? Uh, where do you invest that money? So, look, I mean, for people like us who who sort of get a salary, uh, 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 the salary pays for the near-term goals, right? And then whatever else is beyond that, which typically for people like us, you know, who are middle-aged, office-going people, for people in our social strata. typical goal tends to be pay for your kids's requirement uh, kids's university education and then fund your re- retirement and honestly there really is no other way to do that in india other than to buy high quality equities so as i explained in coffee can investing if you don't invest in a high quality equity portfolio in india you're actually making your uh, you're making your future very very difficult right so a lot of indians mm-hmm. buy flat uh, as we discussed fixed deposits debt it's a recipe for disaster it's those that sort of asset class mixture 
right? The RBI has pointed out that 90-95% of Indian households' assets are in physical assets, gold and real estate. That's a disaster. You, you can't fund anything by buying flats and gold and FDs and, and government bonds. You won't even be able to keep up with the rate of inflation, let alone grow your wealth. And if you can't grow your wealth, how will you compound future inflation? So, so Kenneth French, the man, uh, pharma French famously uh, created modern franchise, Eugene Pharma and Kenneth French. And Kenneth French very nicely pointed out around 20 years ago, risk is not beta, risk is not standard deviation or volatility or any of that other nonsense that people talk about. Risk for Satya, risk for Saurabh is our future consumption needs will not be met by our corpus. And that is very, very high in India. If you can't meet your future consumption needs with your corpus, you're in trouble in India because nobody else is going to save you. And most Indians create a cocktail for themselves, devastating cocktail of real estate, government bonds, uh, 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 gold and FDs, which almost guarantees that they will have a Mm. shortfall in the future vis-a-vis their consumption requirements. Right, right. And uh, I'm glad that uh, the trend is slowly, slowly changing and people are moving to the financial assets. It is, it's, I think you're right. It's a very reassuring trend, but it needs to be far quicker. I reckon there's a whole generation of Indians. People are roughly hitting 50 today. Yeah. Uh, will retire in the next 10, 15 years. I think they're in serious trouble. They yeah. haven't got enough by way of equity assets. They've got too much real estate, too much gold, too much FDs, too much government bonds. And I think the next 10, 15 years, this generation, the sort of people who are hitting 50 or today, they've got a real job on their hands to shift from low yielding assets to high yielding assets. Nice, nice. Uh, Saurabh, uh, talking about gold, uh, you have no exposure to gold at all. Um, so it is a general understanding that uh, in the personal finance that gold is inflation beating and a safe haven is said and comes to rescue especially during events like march 2020 correction of course which happened on the outbreak of covid uh why do you think that it will not fit your portfolio it's not those are myths uh, those are myths propagated by a self-interested lobby okay so if you if you look at the data the data is quite easy to get and in the opening chapter of diamonds in the dust my colleagues mm-hmm. and I've given the data. These books are easy to buy, by the way. These are these books are both easy to buy on, on say, platforms like Amazon, or you can buy them pirated as well uh, at, a, at a lower cost if you so desire. But coming to the core point, as we showed in Diamonds in the Dust, gold's long-term returns are around 8%, mm-hmm. which is barely above a 10-year Government of India bond yield. Uh, and its volatility is the same as the Indian stock market. Right, so I'm not even talking about high-quality equities. Just the nef- Nifty or the Sensex itself is a 13-14% yielding asset, clean 6% premium to gold in terms of long-term return for comparable volatility. Now, as you were rightly saying, if if gold gave you diversification vis-a-vis equities, you could make an argument that even though gold is lower return, Saurabh, you should have it because it gives you diversification. It doesn't. That gold is positively correlated to equities. It is not. Gold is not negatively correlated to equities. So neither the return argument stacks up, nor the low risk argument stacks up, nor the nor the diversification argument stacks up. If I can add a follow up question on that, uh, say suppose somebody wants money, uh, you know, wants to take the money from equity in 2020, and then sure. this uh, March 2020 correction happened. In that sure. case, had they had, uh, you know, some exposure to gold, uh, we have seen the gold has risen in 2020 while equities have fallen uh, during that period. So actually, gold would have actually held uh, some okay. buffer to them. Uh, so year-ending March 2020, Marcellus's consistent compounder portfolio was up eight and a half percent. 
right? okay. and, and, and the portfolio we make it public through our website through our webinars we make the portfolio public through our books so everybody in the country knows what the marcellus consistent compounder portfolio is and as we as we uh, publish our data both on sebi uh, we give it to the regulator and we put it on our website so year ending march 2020 uh, our portfolio was up eight and a half percent the market was down i think 25 percent so high quality equities in india is consistently giving you uh, sensible returns right i'm not you know you're not going to shoot the lights out with 30 40 percent but uh, a high teens low 20s return on high quality indian equities is very doable the volatility of high quality stocks in india is similar to a 10-year government of india bond uh, much lower than gold so okay. just to sort of compare high quality equities of the sort that i write about in coffee can investing or in diamonds in the dust these sorts of stocks are giving you returns to at least twice that of gold mm. with volatility lower than gold so okay. to my mind it's a no-brainer and as i said coming back to gold again or for that matter real estate if real estate or gold was negatively correlated with equities i could stomach that there's some logic for a lower return but they're not neither real estate nor gold are negatively correlated both real estate and indian equities sorry both real estate and and gold are actually positively correlated with equities so why would i settle for lower risk sorry i would have settled for lower returns and comparable risk to equities if i'm not getting diversification there is no logical rational uh, grounds for do doing this Okay, besides the risk aspect, uh, one should also be very clear about and uh, they should have a higher conviction of where they're investing in the equity. So they should have that. So that's uh, enough to do. Now, given that there's 350 PMSs in the country, I think there are several hundred uh, AIFs, there are good mutual funds, there are 40 odd mutual fund providers. I don't think anybody who's watching this can tell me that I've got no idea where to invest. Well, you, you aren't supposed to. Everybody has a day job. You do a day job. Find a fund manager, depending on what you, whether you want mutual fund or AIF or right. PMS. Let a professional do the stock picking for you. And, yeah. and even if he, he or she does a half decent job, you get outcomes vastly superior both to gold and to real estate. Understood. Understood. Uh, you also mentioned about the real estate. Uh, in your current uh, asset mix, uh, you have uh, mentioned that you do not have any real estate exposure. You have a home that you're living in. So you're not considering mm. that as your uh, real estate. Uh, so that's Nobody in their right mind should consider their house that they live in. If you think okay. of that, go and mm -hmm. try to explain that to your better half and you'll be given a year full. If you think <laughs> the house that you live in, the roof that you're, you know, the bedroom that your kids are sleeping in is an asset. I, I think your kids and your family might have a different point of view. And I think they'll be right in giving you an year full. <laughs> understand yeah, yeah. now uh, Saro, coming to your equity investment you said it is uh, you know managed by Marcellus uh, the investment philosophy of which is inspired from the coffee can uh, portfolio so can you share some details about the investment strategy of the fund uh, in so, a few words so as we explained in our books and as we keep explaining in Marcellus's webinars and on Marcellus.in we do three things which is one weed out corrupt companies companies who cook their books that's roughly half the Indian stock market out of the picture Amongst the 50% of the market that's left, look for companies who have a track record of rational, sensible capital allocation. What is that? Rational capital allocation means that the company's return on capital should be above cost of capital, which is roughly 15%. So we're looking for companies which are not just clean, but whose return on capital is at least 15%. That's the second criteria. And finally, amongst these small group of companies whose books are clean, whose capital allocation is sensible, amongst them, look for monopolists. What are monopolists? Mm -hmm. Monopolists are companies who can charge a 20 to 40% price premium and yet the customer won't mind, not a single customer, 
will walk away right and those are the sorts of companies we like we invest in these sorts of companies for typically 8 9 years there's very little churn in our portfolios these portfolios tend to be 13 to 15 stocks large well known uh, companies with powerful franchises low churn and as we were discussing over the last 20 minutes and healthy returns you end up getting low uh, high teens low 20s with volatility half that of gold half that of the nifty comparable to a 10 year government of india bond and this is the only country in the world where you get this deal you don't get this mm-hmm. deal if you try to do this in the united states which is why my wife and i migrated to india 14 years ago and we are very happy living here beautiful uh that's nice uh so what about the international uh, portfolio saurabh uh, where do you invest right, okay. what very similar to yeah so so that's what I, you know before uh, i migrated to india uh we lived in the uk for a decade or so and whatever i earned i i, uh, I had a, a wealth manager there and with their help i invested in a bunch of funds who do very similar investing and by very similar investing they look for global monopolists right they look for companies who have just as dominant a franchise as say say a, a company that i own in india in marcelus's portfolio say uh, in marcelus we have uh, 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 divis lab in india or p delight or asian paints similarly in my global portfolio the fund managers i've chosen will have companies like amazon like diageo uh like l'oreal like uh, uh, london stock exchange so uh, dominant franchises with long uh, uh, track records of consistent compounding uh, so basically the international portfolio and the indian portfolio are very similar just that the international portfolio is in the western world and it's uh, these are companies that that i haven't touched these are this is a, that's a portfolio i haven't touched for 14 years now ever since we moved to india but it carries on compounding very nicely and you don't intend to uh touch it in the near future at all not no <laughs> i don't really see any need right so I just yeah. let it compound because yeah. um because these are companies that are dominant franchises ironically in many cases these companies although they are based in the west a big part of their profits now come from asia so for example diageo uh, big part of their profits i think a dominant part of their profits will now be asia uh, and and you know uh, in india diageo now owns united uh, united spirits right so united spirits is is a subsidiary of diageo so so it's very interesting right you know, we think that we are uh, in india we are investing in the indian stock market which we are but increasingly if you invest in uh, companies listed in the western world and who are dominant franchises a big part of the western companies uh, earnings is now coming from uh, from uh, from asia so louis vuitton another company lvmh the, the bulk of their earnings come from asia now Okay. Okay. Uh, you talked about your wife, uh, so I'm just wondering, uh, how do you make family decisions? You uh, sit and discuss about your investment strategies or the where you invest and what to invest, how much to. Uh... <laughs> Tough discussion. I'll, so, you know, one of the two of us will say, let's keep investing in high quality stocks. The the other person will say, how about you know buying buying something you know nice for the family, uh, such as a car or a washing machine and. Uh, and then the the response will be well uh, if we if we were if we invested that money in Marcellus's consistent compound discount <laughs> we could get 10x in 10 years and therefore there's an opportunity cost involved so you can imagine it's a difficult uh, discussion we thankfully have it only once a year uh, okay. I think that's as much strain as we can take. Okay, okay, sure, that's nice. Uh, so if you have to give a suggestion to investors on how to go about their asset allocation, what would that be? I understand you've already answered this in the previous uh, questions. Uh, 
already on that they should have yes. higher exposure so to the equity. I think equity. we'll explain this in, uh, in uh, so my colleagues uh, uh, Rakshit, uh, uh, Pranavunyal and I, we've explained this in the book Coffee Can Investing, The Low Risk Group is Stupendous Wealth. Uh, we've given several case studies, even in Diamonds in the Dust, the book that we published last year, we gave more case studies. It's relatively simple. So first thing is you need to get a grip on what are, what are your goals, right? Before you invest, be relatively clear why are you investing because that's your end destination. Right. So, as I said, for us, it's college education for the kids and for the retirement. Right. And basis those goals, you know that you need to hit a certain minimum level of return. So in our case, we need to hit post tax post tax. We need to be hitting the, the 13, 14 percent mark over the next uh, 15, 20 years. Right. So so basis your goals, you have a target rate of return. Right now, in order to hit that target rate of return, you have to create structure the portfolio. Before you do anything adventurous, my suggestion in Coffee Can Investing has been before you do anything adventurous, create a safe harbor, create a pot of money, which is say in our case, three years of our living expenses. Some people might mm. say it should be four years, right? So depending on each person's risk appetite, create a pot of money, which is three to four years of your living expenses. Put that, put that safe harbor money in zero risk assets, right? So fixed deposits in a good bank or some people might prefer a government of India. Uh, short-term government bonds, right? Both, I think, are valid choices. Once that is done, right? In our cases, I said in that uh, mint interview, that's around uh, a ten. At ten that's ten percent of our portfolio gone in in fixed deposits. The remaining ninety percent then structure around hitting the target rate of return, right? And 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 the reason Marcellus is consistent compound of uh, works so nicely for us is because it consistently guns out returns in the high teens, low twenties. It, it 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 gives us very high level of confidence that our desired rate of return, which is mid-teens over the next 10-15 years, we will hit that. And if, I know that if we can hit that rate of return consistently mid-teens or better rates of return, I know that our future consumption is not at risk. And that to my mind is investing at its simplest and more powerful. There's a certain future consumption that we desire as a couple, my wife yeah. and I. In order to get there, we need a certain target rate of return. And then I need a fund which gets me that target rate of return with a very high degree of confidence. And hence the whole consistent compounder, the, the, the coffee can construct that we outlined in the book, Coffee Can Investing. Yeah, just one follow-up question on that. If somebody wants to uh, save for the near term, may suppose, uh, say suppose uh, the fund that they require in the next one to three years, uh, where do you yeah. think that they can invest that money? So if you need money in the next three years, don't put it in equities. Put it in short-term government bonds. Uh, put it in uh, 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 a good FD. Lock it up in a three-year FD. Put it in short-term government bonds. There are good mutual funds uh, based around short-term government bonds. Do it. Uh, put it there. For Christ's sakes, if you need money in the next three years, don't go into the stock market with that money. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, just last one question, uh, Saurabh. Uh, to the question on what wealth means to you, you said that you can help the people and the causes that you want to help. That feels so nice to read. And one of the Twitter. Uh, Participants also commented that it's very refreshing to read. So why don't you say a few words about it? So look, I mean, uh, uh, you know, we come from fairly ordinary families. Uh, 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 in, in my case, my parents were migrants to the UK. We went through a fairly tough time in our first few years in the UK. So we've always sort of kept in mind that whenever there's a chance, we need to give something back and not just something back, as much back as we can. So, so the, the one charity that we support both in India and in the UK is the Red Cross. Um, uh, but beyond that, there are several other projects which are close to heart where we keep 
uh, keep uh, getting involved in various ways. Uh, at, a, at a later date, perhaps at a, at a later stage of, uh, of my career, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll sort of make some of those names public. But but I, I think everybody who lives in India, I'm sure that they'll have cl uh, causes close to their heart. And, uh, and in a country like ours, where there's uh, so much need, uh, I think the more we give, uh, the more, the more, uh, uh, the, the more we can, the more joy, the more good, goodwill, the more goodness we can create in this, in this country where uh, there is so much to fight for and there's so much to live for. Right, right. That's very well put. Uh, thank you, Saurabh. Thank you so much for your right. time. Thanks, it's sir. wonderful talking to you. Thanks. Bye. Thank you, Satya. That's all for now in this episode, listeners. If you have any queries or suggestions, you can reach out to me on Twitter. My handle is at Satya Sontanam, S-A-T-Y-A-S-O-N-T-A-N-A-M. Or you can also write to us at mintmoney at livemint.com. Bye-bye. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.